0: Thank mm-hmm. you. to Ready for Love Radio. This is your host and love coach, Nikki Lee. You know, I've talked on here quite a few times about finding your purpose and passion in life. That can be one of the most rewarding things to do. But how do we do it? How do we find our purpose and our passion? And is it worth the work? Well, I can tell you that I think it's incredibly wor- rewarding. I think it's easily worth the work. I think I think a couple of mine sort of caught me off guard. One one I found I think one found me and led to this radio show. I think another one found me through a major health crisis and i think other people have had had theirs kind of find them too but you know a lot there there are plenty of people going through life and they're happy but what if what if every day you woke up And you were happy to get to work. You had a purpose in what you were doing. You were helping people. You felt fantastic about what was going on. At the end of the day, you were like, you knew you had done something that had truly changed people's lives. You were doing that and earning a living. And you felt positive about what was going on around you and just everything about it felt good. How would that be? Is, is that something that sounds appealing? Now, I'm not saying life is perfect, because it's not. I mean, we we all have have problems and, and concerns and that kind of thing. But finding your purpose and finding your passion. You remember when you were a kid and, you know, before bills, before all that kind of stuff. And, you know, back in the days when... I want to be a rock. Yeah, you know, I want to be an astronaut, or I want to be a fireman, or I want to be a teacher, or I—I I remember I wanted to be an architect and and all these different things. And and it was just fun to dream up what you wanted to do when you were an adult. And you know, back when we thought being an adult was easy, what in the world were we thinking? <laughs> you know, and. And we, we well, and, and you'd be a superhero, you know, want to be Wonder Woman and Superman and, and all this kind of stuff, you know. But we could, we could play out all these fantasies, you know? you know, before there were bills and a mortgage and all this kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, now it, it's like as an adult, we feel like maybe we can't do that. Now, well, we still can't be Superman and Wonder Woman, but, well, not, you know, flying around, but um, we can still feel passionate about what we do. We can, on a different scale, change people's lives in some ways. And what we're going to talk about tonight. creative ways to find your purpose and passion in life now I've got 20 ways I'm going to share with you we may or may not get through this whole list and if we don't I'm going to share this on my website now first thing you got to do is you got to work out the things that you hate doing obviously you're not passionate about well, you may passionately hate them, but <laughs> first thing you need to do is you need to work out the things that you just absolutely cannot stand, and you eliminate those from your from your options. Okay, so so in order to find your true passion, you got to get rid of these things. So whatever jobs or tasks or possible hobbies that you cannot stand make a list of those you want to you want to get rid of those don't even consider those things that's the first thing get get those out of your mind first so and if you want to you can you can put them on a piece of paper and rip them up or or safely burn them do whatever you want to get rid of those things first that's done (laughs) so i i just i i like to just destroy the, the the things that you hate get get like I said, get them out of your mind and just get rid of that list. Okay. Now now think about it and passion and purpose is about things that you love to do. Okay, now when you when you make a commitment to love everything you do, you're gonna strengthen your passion muscle. Okay? You're opening up things and you're telling yourself, you're telling your mind, your heart, and the universe that you want to find what it is that you're meant to do. It's like, okay, I'm I want to know what is it that that I'm supposed to be doing? What is it I'm supposed to be pursuing? I'm I'm looking. I'm I'm putting forth the effort. I want to know. So you want to start looking, and this, this is probably isn't going to happen overnight. Okay, so this this is going to take a little bit of time. Like I said, there's there's 20 exercises in this. So we want to. You might even want to get a little notebook here and start making some notes for yourself, and just just start looking through some possibilities. And you you don't want to just grab the first thing that comes to you. Okay, you want to you want to make sure you want to make sure you got the right thing and and while you're thinking that you want to you want to slow down okay and you want to you want to maybe maybe take a little bit of time and maybe do some yoga maybe meditate you might want to take a walk okay nature spending some time in nature and i'm not i'm not talking just go outside to smoke a cigarette okay let's do something healthy in nature even if it's it's just a short walk, even even if you're just going out, I know I know there's times we've got a gorgeous park near me, and I know sometimes I just I just like to go to the park, and and normally when it's not as busy because it, it gets crazy on the weekends, but I like to go to the park and um and either either go over to the swings when when there aren't a bunch of kids making a ruckus or one of the picnic tables and and sit on the picnic table and just just be out in the sunshine and especially on a breezy day when it's warm and just in the sunshine with the breeze blowing and just just listen to nature and you know the squirrels running around and whatever else may be around and just just listen to nature and just all the all the sounds of of nature and you know the people there's plenty of people nearby, and there's a street just real close by, you know, but just just be out and around and like I said, the sights and the sounds and the smells and all of this sort of thing, and just enjoy being outside now. Everybody might not have the same same opportunities, you know. I've I've also got a deck on the back of my house, and I've got gorgeous trees that I planted years and years and years ago, and they're about forty plus feet tall now. And so I've I've got a really pretty spot in my backyard now. So there's there's various places that we can go and do this kind of stuff, you know. But just spend some time and slow down. And and even if you don't do the official, you know, meditating r- routine, sometimes just, even if you're just home, get in a quiet room and close your eyes and just just spend some quiet time and just, just let your mind relax. You know, I, I know a lot of people have the same issue I do and your mind just kind of races and won't stop. And I that's that's actually and I, I see it as a perk. Some other people have an issue with it. But since since my heart valve was replaced, when I lay down, I can actually hear my heart beating now. And I I that's that's reassuring for me after everything that, that the body's been through to, to actually hear it and, and know that it's beating and to hear it's it's strong. Um but it's also a, a really neat thing for me at night to help me to relax and kinda kind of goes off to sleep and it really does relax me um but find some kind of way I've also got some great relaxation music actually one of my clients wrote some fantastic music and I've got all of her CDs um so find some kind of way that you can relax yourself and just just kind of slow down and that can be really good for helping you just kind of think about this sort of stuff too now you can also make a creativity board, and when you get ideas about possibilities for your purpose and passion, put them on your creativity board. And you may be fi- surprised to find that after these meditations and and your relaxation time, you may, when you open your eyes or whatever, you may go, "Hey!" and have a great new idea. It, it just, I'm just saying. I, I've actually my best inspirations used to come to me after being in a tanning bed i'd get in there and be all comfortable and warm and then when i was getting ready to like leave the the uh, tanning salon i'd get like fantastic ideas or like a a great new idea for a scene in a book or something it was amazing how great that worked but my friends closed their shop and that ended that so um for creativity board you can use a large poster board or I've got some big, like, two-foot by three-foot um, cork boards that I like to use. It's, it's easy to rearrange things on them like that. Or you can use poster board and, like, post-it notes and that kind of thing. But you want to use, like, images or sayings or articles or poems or, or whatever will help you to represent the ideas that you're considering. So you're going to put things on there that represent your possible uh passions and purpose all right and then you just keep adding to it and taking away from it if you change your mind or moving things around or just don't don't worry about how pretty it looks just put ideas up there and keep playing around with it you know so it it doesn't it doesn't have to be pretty it just has to have your ideas and mean something to you doesn't have to mean anything to anybody else (laughs) Now, people you admire, who are some of the people that you admire and why? That may give you some insights, too. Think about the people that you admire, and I'm not necessarily meaning like sports people or that kind of thing, Um, unless, of course, you know, sports ends up being something that you're super passionate about, Um, but... And I'm not just talking sitting on the couch watching football on the Sundays, <laughs> so because I, I yes, that's something I thoroughly enjoy, but that's not my purpose and passionate life. Um, if you think about the people that you admire, that may and that inspire you, that can be a really important part of this. Does their story inspire you? It's it's amazing if you. If you not only look at what they've accomplished, but look at their backstory, that actually is you know, sometimes I'm I'm not overly impressed with what I see about them in the news and I'm really not impressed with what they have to say about politics, hardly ever. But if I look at their backstory and how, you know, like what they overcame or how they got where they are, or uh, the kind of upbringing they came from, or that kind of thing. A lot of times, they're much more impressive. Um, that kind of thing, or like even even like um, my guest Alan last week was talking about how you know when when they play his game, how they they give their backstory, and you had no idea what these people's life was like before you met them, kind of thing. But I, I remember when I was a kid, I actually went to the library, and I started in the A's, and, and each month I'd go in, or every couple weeks I'd go in, and I'd go to a different letter, and I'd, I'd pick up, out a biography, just because I, I enjoyed learning about people's backgrounds. It um, can be very inspiring to read biographies. Of course, it depends on who you pick, but it can still be very interesting. Now, themes in your life, that's point number six. Do you ever look at your life and look and see if there are themes in what you do? Like collections. Are there things that you collect? Like if, okay, here's an example. If you walk into my living room, it's immediately, and I do mean immediately obvious that I love the beach and I love lighthouses. And I get picked on about this frequently because I have pictures all over my living room of lighthouses and the beach and waves and all kinds of beach scenes. And I have lighthouse miniatures. Okay, so it's, it's very clear that I love the beach. Um, now, when you walked into my grandmother's house, it was very clear that she loved birds because you walked into the front door and every direction you looked, whether to the left, the right, straight ahead or up, there were owls everywhere. And every room was like that. Absolutely every one. Um, so so is, is there, not necessarily to that degree, but is there something like that at your house. Is is there something obvious about you and your life that is very clear that there are certain themes? Um, maybe things that you talk about, things that you always get certain books about certain topics. Um, any any kind of classes that you always take certain sorts of classes. Or books that you always read certain sorts of books, or you know any any kind of thing like that. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things would help you to determine things that well, and and things that you enjoy. Maybe maybe you read books because you have to for work. That's not necessarily a a passion unless you just really super enjoy them. But things that you choose to be around and choose to do. If you always go to a specific place because you enjoy it for a vacation, that would be that could be a theme. Um, If there's, you know, that I think you understand what I mean. So examine if there's certain themes in your life, and that could help you see too. So you want to make a note of that. Now, when we were kids, we had a lot more freedom in what we could pursue now obviously we couldn't get in the car and go somewhere because we couldn't drive okay we shouldn't have been driving Um, but as far as things we were interested in or things we wanted to know more about we had more freedom because we didn't have to go to work we didn't have to pay the bills we didn't have to support the family um and i'm talking when we were little so what what were you interested in as a child when you were very little and starting to grow up and even even young a young teenager what were you interested in cuz there there may be things that you were interested in as a child that as you got older you had to put aside you know, maybe because of other responsibilities, maybe because you had to help out around the house and do more things. Um, maybe because of school pressures, you had to you know stop doing certain things. Um, you know there's, there's a lot of reasons we had passions as as young kids that we had to had to stop i i know I know in second grade. I told my teacher very clearly that I wanted to be an author, and and she encouraged me, and um, that wasn't considered a serious thing to pursue. I, you know, that just, no, 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 couldn't do that, and even when I was, uh, you know, in high school and that kind of thing, and I, I entered writing contests, won several, and this kind of thing, and and even years and years and years later, when I finally did start writing and submitting book manuscripts, I I wasn't really encouraged, um, because again it it wasn't a serious th- sort of thing to do, and um, but it was one of the most fulfilling days I've had as an author was when my first book in print came to my door, first thing I did when I opened the box was I actually called my second grade teacher. She was my, my teacher for a couple different years. And uh, she actually cried when I told her. And uh, the the first thing she said after after we you know said hi and called her for a couple minutes and I told her what was going on is she said, I always knew you could do it. I, I didn't know when, but I knew you would at some point. And that was... Uh, that was an awesome day it was an awesome day again to tell her that so it was um so you i i guess i i it took me wow took me a long time i was i was in my i was around 40 i guess when i finally got my first one published um and and so second grade to 40 that was it took a while but um You know, so we we can pursue the things that we we wanted and loved as children. We just, we can, you know, but we have to remember what we wanted. We have to remember that passion and love we had back then, and we have to put the effort into going for it, and we have to do it. It's not going to come and chase us down. We have to do it. So, and we have to focus on the fun. Remember how much fun things seemed as a kid? You know, they may seem like a lot more work now, but man, they seem fun as a kid, you know? So, we get so wrapped up in, in everybody's expectations for us now. You know, everybody has all these things they expect us to do. But what if we could do anything we wanted right now? What would you pick? hmm what would it be I I can't give you the magic card and make it happen but what would you do now I was working 80 hours a week when I did my classes to become a love coach And I finished 32 classes in one year, working 80 hours a week. Okay? I was working 60 to 80 hours a week when I wrote my first book. Now, I am single. Of course, that also means that I'm the only person responsible for everything that has to be done. But I was single. But here's here's the thing. You have to be determined you want it. And you have to set aside the time. So you've got to say, "I am going to make this happen, and I am going to do it." Otherwise, you keep getting sidetracked. And because I, like I said, I've I've had more people tell me they want to do it, but you you just you've got to be determined to do it. And the vast majority of the people that I know that are authors have other jobs. Very few of the people I know that are authors are full-time authors. But the same goes for most everybody I know that's a musician that are out there making music, and that especially the ones that are indie musicians and that have regular music coming out, they're working other jobs full-time. And quite a few of them work more than one job full-time. So you... When you find that your passion, I'm not saying you're going to get to quit your full-time job, but you've you got to want it. You've got to want it, and you've got to be willing to go for it. Now, here's a couple questions for you. What would you do and what would you try if there was no possibility that you were going to fail? See, that's that's critical, cause that's why I waited so long to write, cause I hate to fail. Oh, I hate to fail at things. So I kept saying, you know, I want to write, and I know I can write some things, and I know I'm good. But I don't think I can write a book. Man, that's a wow. That's hard. That's a lot. I just wow. And what if what if I start and I don't finish? I'm going to feel so bad. And, man, people are going to go, I told you you couldn't do it. Family's going to go, I told you. I told you you couldn't do it because they weren't encouraging me. So, you know, when, when the people closest to you aren't encouraging you and you start and you don't finish, you know what they're going to do. They're going to make fun of you. And they're going to go, I told you so. And I hate being told I told you so. So I just didn't do it. I just, I made some notes, and I did some research, and I I had a plan, and I had an idea for a book, but I just put it in a box, and I kept, every time I moved, I took the box with me, but I just didn't write the book. Sound familiar? Maybe not a book, but I bet you've done the same thing, haven't you? Yep. But then that, that long 4th of July weekend, I called myself on the carpet. And I said, it's time. It's time. So I, you know, and, and I didn't I didn't tell anybody else I was doing it. It was just me and the cats and and, I, and the computer. I said, this is it. I'm going to do it. Or I'm going to give it up. One of the two. All right. Now, i got another question. If you like to read, and I don't even want to know if you don't like to read, because I, I can't imagine not liking to read. <laughs> if you could read 500 books without being bored, what would they be about? Mm, that probably gives you an idea about something you're passionate about. If you can't think of something you could read five hundred books about without being bored, how about two hundred books? <laughs> and even even if they're novels okay, obviously nonfiction would give you a real clear idea, but even if there's novels, is there something consistent in the theme that would give you an idea about your passion? Okay. Now, if you could pick something to do for five years without being paid, and you would be happy, what would it be? That would give you an idea about your passion. Okay. Well, now see, and, and what I did with mine is I love to write, and so I write about things that I'm passionate about, so I get to combine two of mine. Now, number 10 is actually write <laughs> now. Now, I, I can tell you that writing on demand, because I was, I was a freelance writer for quite a few years, writing on demand is a little bit difficult so like when when somebody would hire me and say, "I need this in three days, and this is exactly what I need, and I need five hundred words," that was hard so it was it was even harder when they did three hundred pages but but it's it's still hard to write on demand so but when when you're writing without an agenda, it's much easier because the ideas flow a lot easier um And and that's another reason why I work all times of the day because you never know when the ideas, especially the really good ideas, forced ideas can can flow on demand, but the really good stuff can come at any time of day. And usually do come at like three o'clock in the morning seems to be my most inspirational time of day. Um but if if you spend a little bit of time Quality time, and I'm talking turn off the phone, turn off everything else, no games in the background, um, with pen and paper, and just focus on what you're doing without distractions, without influence from anything and anybody else, and just focus on putting quality words on the paper, I think you'd really be amazed with what you can come up with. You know, and it's, when I'm saying quality, that's not even focusing on spelling and grammar and all that hoopla. It's focusing on the content, you know, focusing on getting to the nitty gritty, especially at this point of finding what you're the most interested in you know finding what means the most to you and at this point you're digging into what you care the most about so you know get get the words on paper and then read through them and really analyze what you're thinking after that don't don't worry about the spelling don't worry about the grammar just get the words out of you and onto the paper and then, then go from there. Here's a little experiment. Now if you're driving or something like that, don't don't close your eyes. But if you're if you're sitting or laying down or, or relaxing or whatever, and you can safely close your eyes, try this with me. Once you close your eyes, imagine you're getting up early, and even even if you're not a morning person, because I am not a morning person. Imagine that you're jumping out of bed, getting up early, you're excited about going to work. And I, I, I know this is a stretch for some people, okay? But you're excited to be going to work. Now you're going to work. What kind of job are you going to? Ah, oh, didn't see that coming, did you? All right, you're getting up early, you're jumping out of bed, you're excited to go to work, and and this may be a real stretch for some people. What kind of job are you going to? That will give you a clue about your purpose and your passion. What kind of job would you be going to that makes all three of those things true? And does not matter what the pay is. That has nothing to do with it. The the excitement and the all that... Has to do with the job, not the pay. That uh, changes your answer, doesn't it? I know I'm mean, but there's there's a purpose behind all these exercises. Finding the purpose and the passion. We know, and I've I've had several shows about this since Susan and I've been working together on her book. We know that society and so many people want us to be quote unquote normal. Okay. I think being normal is boring. Boring, boring, boring. Okay. So, I am all for uniqueness and individuality. Okay. Each one of us is here for our own individual reason. Okay. We are all unique. We each have our own... Individual sets of talents, our own strengths, weaknesses, skills, and creativity. Each of us needs to own that and appreciate that and be proud of that. I'm not saying there's nothing we can work on because everybody has things they can work on. We all have flaws. We all have whatever. But each of us is unique, and that's what makes us the person we are okay so this whole we gotta fit into the little box kind of thing no we don't have to fit into the box that's somebody else's ridiculousness I think we should own our uniqueness and our individuality if somebody's telling you something else they just they want you to be somebody else and that's that's their problem so the sooner you can own your individuality the sooner you can be a whole lot happier. And you're, you're you. You're the only you there is. Own it. Own it and love it. All right. Now, this is a really, really interesting exercise. Ask your friends, the ones that you know the best, and the ones that are honest. They've got to be honest about this. Ask them what they see that makes you the happiest strange question huh and if they're being honest answers might surprise you and they can be very enlightening so see see what they tell you just just see what they say I'm just saying you might be surprised now, confidence. Do you have a habit of telling yourself that you can't? You might want to do something, and then you're kind of that little voice in your head saying, I can't do that. I, I, I just admitted I told myself for years and years and years I couldn't write. And you know what? All those years I was right. I didn't even try. I was sure I was going to fail, so I didn't even try. Now, if if we tell ourselves we can't, we're right, because we're not going to do it. So, what we need to do is we can create affirmations, or use affirmations, and if you don't have any, all you need to do is go to any search engine and type in Affirmations about and then whatever you want to, whatever you need an affirmation about, whether it's building confidence or feeling good about yourself or, um, let me see, feeling happier or losing weight or feeling prettier or whatever it is. And you will find Many, 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 because there's, there's affirmations all over the place. And then you can repeat those to yourself. And it, it, seriously, it works. Um, and we need to focus on the things we want, and you can set goals that will help you to get there. And you can talk to friends that can help you to do that. You can talk to a coach like me that can help you to do that. But you can, if if you truly feel that you can't do something, then you need to formulate a plan that will get you to what you want. It's, it, just about every time it is possible, you just have to find a way and somebody sometimes to help you to get there. So, and all those things help you to build confidence and self-esteem also as part of that. And number 15, believing it's possible is a big part of that also. Now, you know, a lot of times people may find their passion and their purpose, or they don't even look for it because they just don't think it's possible. You know, they they may not look for their passion because they're just like it's not possible i can't do it other other people do that kind of thing you know i'm i'm not one of them i i just that's that's too hard i'm i'm not that kind of person you know that's anybody can be that kind of person i i didn't i didn't think i could do that (laughs) so and it kind of came around and kicked me in the butt and said hey wake up um but it, it seriously is one of the most important things you will do. And I, I know this may sound cliche, but it, it really is life-changing when you do. It really, really is. Now, something else that holds people back is fear. It It may seem... Too big and like something they they can't or don't want to tackle it's like it just that's that's just bigger than I can handle it's um it's too big a change and it it real seriously it's really it's really not um. It really, once I figured it out, it it was actually a simple change. It really was. It it went so smooth because it just, it was right. You know, sometimes you, you struggle over whether something's right or wrong. It wasn't even a struggle, struggle for me. I mean, there was no doubt. Another thing about fear and i'm not going to be controversial i just want to share a couple thoughts i know there's a lot of fear right now around COVID. um let me just say there's a whole lot of fear in order to help if you're one of the ones that that is kind of operating on fear right now with that is Please do some of your own independent research. Um, don't just listen to news broadcasts and just read headlines and that sort of thing. Do some independent research, like on the CDC website. And I know a lot of times the important part that will help you get past the fear is actually under the Read More section. You know how they, they show part of, and then another part, you have to actually click that and, and read all the way to the end, because um, there is a lot of sensationalism going on, um, which is ratcheting up the fear. Um, but if when you really, really dig into it, not just what the media is blasting out there, but you dig into the other, there there is a whole lot of other information that does help to ratchet down the fear quite a bit not not belittling COVID at all i'm not i'm just saying that um the complete information um is needed to get a complete picture of it so And in any case, absolutely any case, once we identify um, what impact fear is having on any aspect of our life, and once we recognize that um, fear really does hold us back from moving forward, and especially when we're looking into finding our purpose and our passion in life. Once we recognize that, it can help us to move forward and to identify what our passion and our purpose is. So, you know, a lot of times we we worry about whether we have enough money or whether we have enough time, and do we ever, (laughs) you know. Um, But, you know, sometimes we have to just say, you know what, I'm going to find a way to stretch the money a little bit further and there's a lot of ways to do that, and I'm going to make the time. And you know what? I I actually disconnected my cable back, um, man. What two, three years ago? At least two years ago, I think. Um, it's amazing. I don't miss it. I really don't miss it. There is more than enough news on Facebook far more than I want to see both days and it just you know it it's amazing and it's so much more peaceful here in the house oh my gracious but um <clears throat> just a thought okay now once you start to zero in on topics that are of interest because by, by this time we're, we're up to point 17 so you should be you should be getting some ideas about what interests you okay so now you wanna start submersing yourself in those. So there are events, there are online seminars, there's, you should be finding people that are, are contacts in those fields of interest. And there's, there's, ways, there's always ways to volunteer. Um, and you can always ask lots of questions. And so start reaching out to people in those fields um, and, and start seeing. Um, there's online classes. Actually, I'll tackle that in a minute. Um, start finding out how to get more information about the topics that you're interested in. Because maybe maybe you're down to like three or four, but you're not. You're not quite. There's not one that's just jumping out, and that's it. But you're but you're getting there. You're getting close. Okay. You're like okay. I'm getting I'm getting close, but I don't have the one yet. Okay. So we're we're getting there. We're making progress. Okay. So so now talking about it is good. Okay. So you you need to kind of talk through it and 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 you're getting close. Okay. We're we're getting close now. Talking talking about it. That's good. That's good. But now there's there's a there's a phrase I've heard my whole life it says talk is cheap and it's true. Okay, taking action people, that's what's required for our our passion to actually for us to actually get somewhere with this. So there's there's articles, there's videos, there's there's groups all over Facebook and all over the Internet. There's lots, of, there's lots of online classes. YouTube is packed with information about everything imaginable and then some. And, and actually, if you go to places like Udemy, which is U-D-E-M-Y dot com, there's a lot of beginning classes. And, and they have specials all the time for like $10 or less. And they have a lot of free classes. So there's all kinds of ways to start learning more about about your your topics that you're you're excited about. So so like I said, talking about it is good but it it's you know, taking that first step. That's that's cool too. I'm not saying everybody needs to do the, the something as drastic as I did with my coaching classes where, you know, you sign up for the whole curriculum. But but starting to learn more is always good and and you never want to quit trying okay even if you're doing something full time and your schedule is insane and, and trust me I, I fully understand that but you know success and and anything like that doesn't come easy okay I know I know we're in a, a time where people expect you know if, if an email isn't there and in three seconds people are like where is it where is it where is it you know but I think we all, most of us remember that anything we get that we didn't work for, we don't appreciate as much, you know? And the things that we work for, the things we have to put effort into, the things we have to actually do something to get something, just mean more. You know, I'm not saying I don't appreciate things that, that you know, are given to me, because I do. But I know the things I've also worked for. I, I appreciate those. So don't quit trying. If you don't get this figured out in a couple days, don't give up. You know, that just means that you're choosing between a lot of things and you need to dig deeper and figure it out that it's not an easy choice and you just need to do some more do some more thinking and do some more digging to see what things are the most important and I know I know when I was thinking about this before the classes and I was thinking about this before my surgery, I just could not figure it out. I'm like, I I don't know. And I think the time just wasn't right, you know? Um, and the funny thing is now, I actually go back and I listen to the radio shows that I did in like 2007, 2008. And the funny thing is I had it back then. I I had all the information in my head and I was using the information in my shows, but I was using it in the wrong topic. I was using the information in my promotional work. So I, I had it. I just had it in the wrong job so I I was close I was really close I just wasn't quite close enough so it took it took another event in life to help me put all the pieces together Um, well actually actually I was I was only a couple years off because that was in 2007 2008 and then in 2009 Um, which doesn't, no, actually, actually my job led me there. So it, it did, it did get me there. It just took a little bit longer, but see, see, you never know. You never know. I had the information, like I said, and my promotional job got me there. It just, it just led me there in a way I didn't, I didn't see coming. So it, it, it got me there. You never know. I just had to keep my eyes open and, and keep, keep, stay on the journey is what i had to do you never know how life's going to work some days and and do what comes naturally and in that case i just i just kept going with the flow i kept going with the way things were and not fighting it you know so um when when i i got one one job i took it and i went with the way it, it seemed right and I, I got another offer and I took that and I went with the way things felt right and it, it's just it's interesting the way things I I pursued um opportunities. Some felt right, some didn't, and it's it's interesting the way the the opportunities were laid out and like I said, some I took, some I didn't and over time it, it led it led me to where I was I'm obviously supposed to be. So, so, do the things that feel nat- that come naturally, and you know if if you feel passionate about it, it it may end up being your purpose. But you know, just remember that just because it's under your nose, you, you know you may not may not even be aware of it. So keep your eyes open, keep your eyes open. Keep thinking about these various steps and keep, keep watching. Keep thinking about it and say, you know, does, does this work? Like I said, it was, it was right under my nose in 2007, but until I met Dr. Ava and started doing the classes, it didn't start to, the pieces didn't, I, I had the pieces, I just didn't put them together until I, till I started taking the classes. So I I had all the stuff I needed. I just, I needed her to help me nudge them and put the pieces in place. So, like I said, sometimes you just have to, you need that extra nudge to go, oh, duh. You know, so. So it's, um, see, this is why I have the show and I like to share these things with you all. And I, you know. I Sometimes I, I do goofy things and make silly mistakes, and I think that maybe sharing my goofy mistakes will help you guys not make the same mistakes or see how things can be improved. I will share this on the site, and I'm archiving things on both of my websites, on the Ready for Love radio site and also on my uh, Love Coach Journey website, so you can get the things they're they're linked they're linked together, so you can get both of those. But I hope that that made sense. And like I said, there's a lot of different um, exercises in in this show, and some some may work better for you than others. Um, I think I used just about all of these in my journey to figuring out what I should have should have been doing and some more than others depending on which which purpose i was looking for but it's um it's an interesting process and it's i just i love processes that help us get to understand ourselves better and especially when they help us get to a point where we can be happier with ourselves and our lives. I mean if there's anything in this world we need to understand, it's ourselves, isn't it? It's an interesting process. I will put this on the website and I hope that you find it interesting. It's again it was I found it on Pinterest. And it's actually from the website One Good Thing by Jilly.com is where I found it. But I'll put on my website. It will be on uh, readyforloveradio.com slash creative exercises and it'll also be on the Love Coach Journey site. Like I said, that that's where the replay will be. So you can find it on either one. And I apologize for not having the um, spirit animal um, show. Tonight, I am going to try to have that next week. I just, due to an incredibly long session at UVA yesterday, I completely ran out of time to get it done. Um, But I am trying to finish that. I've just got so much research I'm doing on that one and stuff that I'm putting together that I, I could not have it finished in time for the show. But I am working on that, and I am putting together information on the dolphin very fascinating animal, and I'm doing some some um, back research to verify something I found out, and that's what's holding me up. But we will we will see what I found out. But the dolphin is a fascinating animal, so we're going to find out more about him. And listeners, I'll see you next time on Ready for Love Radio. I told my baby. That- my week was a blur I'm making money while a blessing occurs